With Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Well, uh, you are tuned to 104 to 107 nationwide. SAFM leading the late night conversations with me, Patricia Anduli. Let's welcome Divya Bana, who's a professor in gender and childhood sexuality at the University of Guazul Natal. Divya, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Uh, it's it's very worrying that in our schools in this day and age we're supposed to be, uh, you know, social distancing because of COVID nineteen, but we still find that uh, there are some incidents that uh, young children and schools are fi- are fighting um, and clearly not adhering to social distancing. But bullying is still on the rise despite the fact that we are facing so much as a society. Yes, agreed. Um, We have been conducting research in both primary and high schools uh, since 2014 on the the topic of uh, gender, sexuality and violence. And um, clearly the everyday schooling life is plagued by uh, pervasive forms of inequalities and indeed girls' subordinate positions in many schools in this country. When it comes to your research, why is it found that girls experience gender and sexual violence in schools more than what boys would? I I must uh, begin and preface uh, my, my statement by saying that boys too are victims. I think it would be wrong to assume that all boys are violent. It would be wrong to uh, create a deficit model of boys because there are many boys in this country that present alternate and non-violent masculinities. So, so that's that's the first uh, uh, statement. The second is that boys find it very difficult to report the violence for fear of being um, positioned as as uh, sissies, as um, as less than a man, less than a real boy. So whilst the uh, bullying between boys and boys occurs, there is less reporting and also fear that by exposing that they themselves have been bullied, they then are um, faced with further uh, humiliation. Yeah, so I the, also, yeah, go ahead. So I also think that um, the... The issues around uh, boys and girls, though, is not simply a matter of what is happening in schools, but must uh, be considered in terms of what is happening in the broader social context of this country. Um, as we know, in 2020, in 2019, we've had protests, massive protests before COVID against uh, the sexual violence, rape and murder of, of, of women and girls in this country. And as a direct result, the president of this country uh, took um, heed of this, these protests and put in, um, uh, 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 and with financial commitment, put in procedures in place to begin to address the, the violence and the, the war 
that, that we are facing in terms of gender violence in this country. So what we are seeing in schools is not unfamiliar. The school provides an important window into how we can understand the broader manifestation of women and girls' uh, subordination um, uh, within, this, within this country. Mm. It, it's it's very sad state of affairs and and perhaps let's let's set the context to say how do we then um give an understanding to to children on the concept of bullying because if the broader society as you have mentioned uh, uh, uh devia is that Broader society has elements of violence, and and when there's frustrations in the household, sometimes there's violence. So, when they go into school, they feel that some of the behaviour is normal. Um, exactly. So, um, I think that the one of the central points that our research is trying to illustrate is that we cannot understand bullying or violence without understanding it in terms of its gendered manifestation. And by that, I mean that a power is often ascribed to boys. And this, again, as I said, is not simply what is happening in schools. Yes, it does. But it's reflective of the broader context, um, the community, the families, and the broader social environment. So that power is ascribed historically, um, culturally, to boys and men. And this these power relations uh, operate in such a way um, through which girls and women themselves are then seen and view themselves in these subordinate ways. So when we are exposed to and reports of bullying and violence come out of schools, often the media reports them in really, uh, in ways that do not do justice to what is actually happening. And by that I mean that um, the, the the context of violence and bullying is um, stripped of its gendered dynamics. So what we have then are interventions which state that um, the boy is going for counseling. The, so we are faced with uh, an individual problem the boy is bad, rather than understanding the way in which power operates and the ways in which boys themselves ascribe power to themselves and how power is reproduced through violent expressions of bullying and um, sexual harassment, for instance. Let's go to an ATMO holding on the line, alias. Uh, very good evening. Good evening, how are you? Good, thanks. I'm so darling, my darling. Mm, hey, Tima. We really Hello. need to that. We need to re, uh, we need to focus on the term itself, being bullying. Yes. Because bullying doesn't take effects or the other way around. And then one can be bullied by the counter X. I mean, counter sex per se. But to me, we need to, especially when talking of school children, then the question is here who do we take over 
the just uh, I mean the superior or uh, management of the bullying per se. I would suggest here too that uh, let's take to uh, there is something like uh, what goes in tango goes in tenga or tenga in tango. Then to me it will be appropriate when we say. Uh, the the weight bullying need to be not dealing with only boys. I mean, boys versus girls or girls versus boys. Bullying is bullying, especially even in our households. That can be used or can be practiced. But I would suggest here too that uh, it will be appropriate uh, to uh, that. Uh, Mm. Thank you very how much. If, how if? Yeah. How if? We, we we only digest the term itself, saying bullying this the wit. But Elias, that's not going to uh, help us. It. To digest a word and have a politically correct word is not going to help our society or our children. Um, I, I, I do understand. What we, I, I like the point that you made when you were saying uh, that, you know, who are the authorities who we can report this bullying to, you know? For example, mm-hmm. when, we talk of, when we talk of our children at school, when we talk about our children at school, at school, yes, we do have managers, we do have those, and then where people, uh, our children can claim to be bullied or maybe report the, uh, the, the bully they do understand by, by them. Then I was, uh, even I'm saying it will be appropriate to me saying when my child is at school and first bullied, when I, as a parent, when that child of mine reports to me, I was bullied uh, during the day, it is upon me as a parent to go to the very same institution saying, my child said, so-and-so has bullied me. And then you, you, you can find out that my child was bullied because the very same child who bullied my child has been bullied from her or his home. Now, the question need to be examined and dealt with. Because even if we, we do judicial way, the word bullying can or cannot, under given circumstances, saying, I was not bullied, I was attacked. Or I was attacked but not bullied. Then Thank you. It's counter, it's mm. counter everything. Thank you very much, Atima Elias. Thank you. Um, uh, and then uh, I'm a first caller. Welcome. We do appreciate Welcome, welcome, and continue interacting with us. Let's go to a voice note here. Hi, Patricia. My name is Leon, and I'm from Hot Bay, Capton. I'd just like to comment uh, on your second uh, uh, topic, that one of pulling. I'm so glad that you brought up the uh, conversation on bullying. Let me say this, in 2010, I have, I have forward a 10-point plan to the, the Western Cape Department of Education. They have not responded back, and look what is happening now. Patricia, 
my name is all right, um, uh, Divya. Maybe let's let's weigh in on uh, Elias's uh, comment and also on this particular voice note. Yes, um, I think that Elias raises an important point of um, of uh, thinking through the term bullying. And um, in the the research, and this is across 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 the globe, there there have been uh, several. Um, uh, uh, interpretations of bullying, and one of the the, the the preeminent ways in which bullying has been uh, defined is a, is based on psychological um, uh, theories, which which um, construct an individual who is who bullies as being inherently problematic. And this is a point that I was raising earlier that when one interprets bullying as something that is internal to a person, as something that is inherently wrong with the person, you fail to position the bullying within the context and within this, the social, political, and economic environment. So bullying interpreted solely as something to do with some sort of psychological deficit is problematic and that remains a dominant way in which the media reports on interventions to deal with um, acts of, of, of bullying so I think there needs to be clearly a, um, a rethink of how we understand bullying um, secondly and following Elias's uh, comments is you know where do we um, address these issues. Let's come back to that. Please hold that thought, Divya. Um, going to a quick break, 51 minutes after 10. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. A-teamers, we are currently in conversation with uh, Professor Divya Banner, who's a gender and uh, childhood uh, sexuality uh, professor at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. And we are looking at the issue of bullying in schools and the research that uh, they have uh, extensively gone into. You can interact with us on 011-714-2006 to weigh in on the conversation. SMSs go to 41391 and they are charged at 150. WhatsApps 06141. Before the break, uh, Devia, there was um, a point that you were making around uh, the terminology bullying and what was found. Um, yes, I was. I think that um, we, we clearly need to ensure that bullying is, is seen for what it is, and that is um, a gendered phenomenon, and that is located within uh, a context, and that context includes the school, the family, the community, and the broader broader South African um, society in which children and young people navigate their everyday life. And unless we see it as such, we will continually understand bullying as something to do with an individual, and we will continue to evade the interventions that are indeed necessary to address um, the pervasiveness of this issue in, in, in schools in this country. So, Devia, you know, when I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm asking myself, especially when it comes to sexual violence, 
and and with what the, the the education department has issued out now with the fact that you know there'll be stricter ra- rules around teachers or educators found uh, committing sexual offences do you think that this will then minimize the amount of sexual offences that we are seeing in schools i think punitive uh, and legal sanctions are always necessary and for for uh, far too long this country has failed women and girls in relation to implementing and ensuring um, women and girls' safety. So the, um, the Department of Education's stance to uh, ensure um, punitive sanctions against particularly male teachers who have um, violated the Code of Conduct is really really important and so that is one step towards um, uh, ensuring that girls safety in schools can be assured but we need to remember that that is not uh, uh, adequate in itself we also need to to ensure that both boys and girls are adequately skilled in terms of understanding what is sexual consent, what is sexual violation, and to address their ability and capacity and enhance their ability to report and to understand their own vulnerability in such context. Oftentimes, um, uh, cultural norms, um, issues around respect for authority, traditional notions of um, power ascribed to men and indeed male teachers mean that it is very difficult for younger girls to negotiate the dynamics of age inequalities, class inequalities, as well as gender inequalities. And, and and are there enough channels in the education system, especially in schools, for girls and boys to speak up uh, when it comes to bullying, sexual offences, um, you know, any sort of discrimination? Well, I think that's where we, we um, uh, face uh, an, uh, a crisis. Because whilst there are um, wonderful and progressive policies and guidelines, and indeed, um, what is really welcomed is the political stance against women and girls' violation. That those um, stances are really important in setting the tone in this country that we will no longer tolerate these violations. That it is important that it is important to stress the. Um, political determination as well as the National Department of Education's uh, conviction to end the violence. Mm. However, the interventions and the solutions are quite complex and they are shaped by the school context, they are shaped by teachers' willingness to address the problem, they are shaped by the everyday problems within a particular school context, including structural inequalities, poverty, um, and how then do teachers weigh 
the um, demands to uh, teach and the demands that um, necessitate action with regards to reporting and supporting um, uh, sexual violence. It is imperative and it is um, a legal requirement that teachers, like all adults, report uh, sexual violence. But we also need to understand that teachers are also negotiating their own um, vulnerability. So, for instance, teachers who who, um, who work in a community where they are facing uh, community violence may themselves be afraid to report the violence um, because of fear that they themselves might be attacked. So I'm just suggesting here uh, a few examples of the complexity that is involved. But if we are able to ensure more research, more development of skills and more interventions and more action, I believe that there remains hope that we can end the scourge. And definitely we need to get to that point where the scourge does end. Thank you so very much, Devia, for sharing Thank with you us very much. Your, your, your very important and critical uh, research around this issue. Have a good evening. Thank you. Atima, you know, some other topics are just so very touching and we, we as a society all need to pull together, support our young people, support educators, support our communities and make sure that we rid ourselves of some of these scourges like bullying and violence in schools. It's 11 o'clock now. It's time for us to go to the beautiful Zulega Kotashe in the newsroom.